Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers, along with an elf that gets so freaking whacked out of his head on Dreamberry wine that he licks a troll. Proceed at your own risk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and this is part seven of Elf Quest. Questin' with the elves... They started here, they went there, they came back here, and then they're going to go further than that. That was my ElfQuest song that I wrote just now. It's what I do. I just write songs, and I give them to you for free. A free song for you, because that's how much I care. So how about we get caught up just a little bit? In this issue, we start out with a little bit of a catch-up. How about I read that to you? What do you say? After seven peaceful years of life in the oasis village known as Sorrow's End, Cutter and Skywise have left family and friends to search for other kindred elf tribes that may dwell in the unexplored lands beyond the desert. Their quest begins, sadly, amid the blackened tree stumps and struggling vegetation that was once their forest home, the Holt. So yeah, they left the uh, they left Sorrow's End. They know that there's got to be more elves out there, so they've gone out to look. And they went back through the Tunnel of Golden Light, and they went through the Troll Caverns, which were empty. And it looked like not only were they empty, something bad happened there. Just there was a lot of wreckage. And so they're a little curious about what was going on with them trolls. And they come out of the Troll Caverns into the what would have been the forest where the Holt was. The Holt is their, their old home before the humans set it on fire and they find nothing but blackened stumps and, well, struggling vegetation to try to grow anew. And they, they locate the Holt itself. They locate the, the, the remains of the giant tree that was shaped by wood-shaping elves using magic so long ago to, to make their home. And they're, they're really quite sad about it. Cutter finds this necklace it's a uh, wolf head wolf head necklace that used to belong to Bear Claw, but it's it's ruined. It's it's fairly melted, and well, 
he can't do anything with it anyway. So he puts it back. And so they got to try to find something to eat. They're hoping to find a squirrel or something, or at least they, they take at one point Cutter takes his sword and he's digging in the dirt looking for grubs or roots or something to gnaw on. And in the background, they're being watched by a pair of shadowy figures. It's a pair of trolls watching them over a mound of earth. And one of them recognizes Cutter and Skywise. He recognizes Cutter as Bear Claw's son. And he's taking a particular bit of interest in the sword that he's using to dig in the earth. And so they sneak up on the elves. They have to be very careful because the wolves are there. Both the wolves and the elves, if they if they come, you know, upwind or whatever you call it, I'm not a hunter, they're they're gonna smell them. And so they're they're trying to be very careful. They get as close as they possibly can. The wolves finally catch scent of them. The two trolls, they they look quite different from one another. One is wearing a uh I guess you could call it an old dress, maybe kind of like a monk's outfit. You know, think of think of what a monk wears, the full robes with the hood. And this troll appears to be female. And with her is a troll with a big, long black beard. And he's wearing he's wearing Gandalf's hat. I swear to God, he's wearing Gandalf's hat. Well, the wolves catch him doing a little sniffity sniff. And the trolls realize, oh, they got us. And they jump up and they have these pouches of something with them. And they throw the pouches at the elves. The pouches burst open and a smoke or powder envelops the elves and the wolves as well. And they fall asleep. It's here we learn that the lady troll, who is an old lady, the one troll calls her Old Maggoty, which is a lovely name. And as they're picking up the two elves and carting them off, she refers to him as Picknose. So yeah, we thought this guy looked a little familiar. This is the troll from a number of issues ago when they fled the whole, when the elves fled the fire and they went down into the troll caverns. This is the guy, the troll that took them to see the king and then took them to through the tunnel of golden light and collapsed the tunnel behind them, trapping them in the desert. Picknose and Maggoty take the elves back to this cabin and they wake up on this bed that's kind of like a, a bed that's, or it might be a shelf. It's a little small to be a bed for the trolls. It's probably a shelf, but it's uh, big enough to hold both of the elves. And they kind of wake up and they've got leg irons on and Picknose and Old Maggoty is joined by a third troll, a female troll, a younger female. They're sitting around a table and Picknose has Cutter's sword. And he's really excited. They're all very excited about it. He's talking about the sword and somebody named Two Edge. Old Maggoty's really happy because now she's hoping that Picknose might amount to something. Because this other troll, this feet, this other troll, this female, the younger female, she's a uh, she's Picknose's love interest. But he can't do anything. He can't marry her until he's found himself his fortune. Cutter tries to get his sword back. He leaps off of this shelf or whatnot. And the, the leg irons, the chain that connects the leg irons gets caught on a post and he lands on his head on the floor. Picknose comes to, 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 to smack him around some and Cutter bites him on the leg. And it's at that point that the wolves start scratching at the window. The, the windows are, are shuttered so nothing can get in. And the, the wolves are out there. They're awake and they're scratching about outside the, the cabin and old Maggoty is going to go throw some of this 
some of these uh, pouches of this sleep powder at him. And apparently these this sleep powder is built, it was created, it was built, built with a hammer and some nails and a big old tractor trailer. It was designed to put animals to sleep and it only worked on the elves because they have a bit of wolf blood in them. So before Picknose can get out there with the sleep pouches, Cutter and Skywise send to their wolves because they can communicate to their wolves telepathically. And they say, run, fellas, run. They're coming to get you. You got to run. And so the wolves run away. And so they decide to make Cutter and Skywise their servants. Picknose keeps talking about this treasure that he's going to get. He's going to come into this money. And, you know, if they're going to be rich, they might as well have servants. This makes the the young female troll whose name is Oddbit She's really excited about that. She likes the idea of being rich and having servants. And so the trolls sit around the table and they have the two elves bring them their food. And then once they're done eating, they clear off the table and they bring them a big jug of what they call dreamberry wine. The elves are very curious about this because they this is a, a drink made out of the dreamberries. We've talked about the dreamberries already. These berries that they pick off this bush and they eat and it just gets them all kinds of stoned or drunk or whatever. And old Maggoty has learned how to use these dream berries to make a wine. And so it doesn't seem to affect the trolls all that much. They give some to the elves. Or, oh, yeah, you try this out. And both of the, the elves just get all kinds of schnockered. And so while Cutter's drunk, a little later, he's 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 really upset. He's kind of sad and pick noses. You know, well, what's the matter there, chum? And... Cutter says, I want my dad's sword back. It makes me sad that you've got it. And so Picknose tells him a little story. He holds up the sword and he's able to remove the pommel. The pommel of the sword is just a, a ball. And he removes the pommel and out of the handle of the sword attached to this pommel is a key. And so Picknose tells this story of the trolls and it gives us a lot of background information on the trolls. So we learn that the trolls originally came from somewhere up north in the land of the ice and snow. And at one point they tunneled further south until they got to the forest where the Holt is and they started a community there and they liked it there because it was nice and warm. But then the king of the trolls decided, nah, okay, we've stayed here long enough. We're going back to the ice and snow. And one of the younger trolls, a young man, a young upstart by the name of Greymung, who ends up being the king that tricks the elves into going down the tunnel of golden light, he starts a rebellion. So all the trolls who want to stay behind, they fight all the trolls that are loyal to the king. They drive them up north. They seal off all the tunnels. And now we have two troll communities, one up north in the ice and snow and one underground, under the, the, the forest. And Greymung becomes their king. Well, after Picknose had guided the elves through the tunnel of golden light, he he collapses the tunnel behind them. As he's heading back home, he starts hearing this voice, and it's the voice of 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 Two Edge. Two Edge is kind of a, a mythical, well, maybe not mythical. They obviously know he's a real dude, but they don't know a lot about him. All they know is that he journeys here and there. Nobody really ever sees him. He's a legend, basically. The legend is, is that he is part elf, part troll, which, of course, as Picknose is telling the story, Cutter and Skywise are pretty grossed out by that. But the legend says that that Two Edge is a he's basically the best weapons maker 
that's ever lived. And so he's somewhere around Picknose as Picknose is heading back to the to the troll caverns. And he basically gives him a riddle without being seen. He, he sings down this little riddle to him through the tunnels that once Picknose understands what he's saying, there's a treasure to be found. And the key to the treasure is within Cutter's sword. And so Picknose is pretty upset about that. He he has a chance to get a treasure, but he just sealed the key behind a few tons of fallen rock. So not long after he gets back, the trolls from the frozen north attack. They they bust through the tunnels that had been sealed so long ago. They attack and they basically take all these trolls prisoner. They're they're forcing them to come back home. During the fight, Picknose grabs up Oddbit, who was a uh, she was kind of like a, the, the king's concubine, maybe, I guess you could say. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Throws her over his shoulder. Old Maggoty, who is Oddbit's mom, she comes with him. He fights off some trolls. They go up to the surface and they escape. Now, trolls up on the surface, they don't really like the sunlight too much. They live underground. They stay away from the light, which is why he, during the day he's out. When he gets the elves during the day, he's got that big Gandalf looking hat on. So after Picknose tells his story, it's time for the elves to tell their story. And it's mainly Cutter is talking about how much he misses Lita. He's found a woman and he starts describing Lita to, to, to the trolls, how beautiful she is. And he can suddenly see her there before him. And he nestles up to her. He kind of cozies up to her and he's like, hey, baby, that's my girl. That's my wife. That's my lady. And he licks her on the cheek and you find out that it's not her that he's seeing, it's actually odd bit. Now, I found it weird that he licked her on the cheek. You think he'd try to kiss her, but I feel like I was looking through the FAQ on ElfQuest.com once, and somebody actually actually asks the question if elves kiss each other, because apparently nowhere in these books do you see any of the elves actually kiss each other. This is a weird little fact to know and to be asked about, but... Apparently, they don't. They don't kiss each other for some reason. I don't, I find that really weird. I find it odd that that's something that Richard and Wendy Peeney, when they sat down to create this story and to create this world, they said to themselves, by the way, these elves, they're not going to kiss. That's just something they don't do. They'll lick each other on the cheeks, but uh, no kissing. We're just, that's out. We're not going to do that. I found that kind of weird. So eventually... Cutter and Skywise come up with this plan. They're still kind of drunk, but the trolls are getting kind of drunk. And Cutter and Skywise, unbeknownst to the trolls, can communicate to each other telepathically. So they're kind of coming up with this little plan. They're just kind of waiting for the right moment. And basically what happens is Skywise grabs, and he's able to grab a pouch of this sleep dust. He throws it at the trolls. Cutter and Skywise stand back, and they're like, ha-ha! They're going to fall asleep now, and then we can get out. Uh, but it doesn't affect them at all because the sleep pouch stuff is for animals. But Cutter and Skywise manage to get out through the window. They call for the wolves, and they they ride to safety. Once they're far away and they're safe, and they're chilling, and they're catching their breath, and they're getting the leg irons off, because the leg irons are made for trolls. They don't really fit the elves very well, and they, they end up kind of slipping off. And in fact, as they're escaping... Cutter gets out the window first. Skywise jumps out the window, but Picknose grabs the chain between the two leg cuffs. And so there's a tug of war. 
You got Picknose inside pulling on Skywise using the chain, and you've got Cutter outside holding on to Skywise's arms and pulling. And eventually, the leg irons just slip off of his feet. And so they've they they've traveled a bit. They're safe. Cutter manages to get his leg irons off, but he's really upset because he got the sword. They were able to grab their weapons on the way out. But when Picknose was showing them the key, he didn't put it back in the sword. He tucked it into his belt. So Cutter's got this sword with no pommel on it. And it's like, I've the sword's useless now. It's broken. Skywise this entire time hasn't said a word, which you think would Cutter would find kind of weird after a while. But eventually Skywise reaches into his mouth and he pulls out the key. He had added his mouth the entire time. Apparently during their escape, he was wrestling with Picknose at one point and he pulled it out of his belt and stuck it in his mouth. And then the very last panel in this issue is the outside of the, the cabin that Picknose and Maggoty and Oddbit live in. And the, he is screaming because he's just discovered that he no longer has the key. And that's it. That's the issue. At one point when Picknose is telling his story about the trolls, Cutter and Skywise, they, they kind of perk up because Cutter's thought is, well, if there's other trolls out there, then there has to be other elves. And so that helps give them the incentive to keep on and keep moving. And so they keep going. There was a, uh, when the humans had come to Sorrow's End, they had mentioned that there were, that at one point after the forest had burned down, they had, uh, escaped into the river and held on to these, these floating logs until the fire went out. And then they traveled in the direction of sun goes down and they found another village of humans. And so that's where, that's the direction that Cutter and Skywise decide to go. He says, somewhere in the direction of sun goes down, other groups of humans dwell in deep green woods that were never touched by the great fire. Why don't we search for other elf tribes there? No matter the danger, the souls of our kind have always yearned for the cool, dark beauty of the forest. So what'd you guys think of this issue? I hope you're reading along. There's really no excuse not to be reading along because you can get all of these issues. You can read them for free at elfquest.com. I'm reading a collection that was put out by, I think it was Dark Horse. They have collected all of the ElfQuest books in these really thick volumes. These are digital versions. I've got them through uh, Comixology. There was a great freaking Dark Horse sale a year or so ago, and I picked up most of these. And this first volume is the original Quest, the, the 20 issues of the original Quest. And it's it's collecting the comic the way it was originally put out, which is black and white. But if you go and you read them online at elfquest.com, they're full color, full color books. So there's really no... Really no excuse. This was issue number seven. Go to elfquest.com, choose read. I think it's just read is the option or read the comics or something. And then you've got all the issues there. This was issue number seven. We're going to move on to issue number eight. Don't read ahead now. Don't get ahead of us. But we'll be moving on to issue number eight in about a month. So are you reading along? And if so, what do you think? Is this is this your first time through? Are you reading this for the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time like I am? This is the kind of stuff I want to know. 
And there are many different ways that you can let me let me in on this information that you have, that I need, that I have to have, that needs to be within my brain in order for me to survive. You can go to Twitter because I'll post about this episode on Twitter. You can do a reply there. You can reply to the post that I'll put up on Instagram. You can come to the Facebook page. Just another fanboy podcast over there on Facebook. There's a page for it. Go over there, like the page, look for the post, you know, throw something up there on the timeline. I'm, you know, I'm an old man. I don't know how a lot of that works. Or you can just simply send me an email, feedback at stevenrls.com. If you do that, that'll definitely get to me. That's not a lot. You don't have to go seek anything out. You don't have to go to Twitter and go, okay, let me find this post. You don't have to go to Instagram. You don't have to go to Facebook. You don't have to go look for something. You just open up an email, feedback at stevenrls.com. Shoot me a shoot me an email. Are you reading along with me? Have you read this story before? What do you think of it so far? Especially if if you're new. If this is your first time through, man, I'd really like to know what you think of this story first time through. Because my first time through, I was probably 13, maybe 12. I don't know how I would have reacted to a story like this, reading it for the first time now in my late 40s. I may have just been, ah, elves, stupid elves. Probably not, because I still dig that kind of stuff. But it doesn't matter what I think, folks. I want to know what you think. And hey, while you're out there sending emails and going to Twitter and Facebook and all that, if you want to give me any kind of support, you can go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Stephen For as little as a dollar a month, you become a member of the Just Another Fan Club. You're going to get instant access to my other podcast, which is called My Other Podcast. I have started doing something really fun over there. I am a member of Marvel Unlimited, and a couple of months ago, I was sitting down to do an episode of my other podcast, and I couldn't think of anything to talk about, and I thought, I think it will be fun if I just read a random comic and then just talked about it. Well, over at Marvel Unlimited, on the app, it has this option. You hit this little, you little tap this little area, and it gives you a random comic. And so I did that, and I read it while I was recording the episode, and the episode didn't turn out all that great. And so I thought a month or so later, let's just try it again, just just for the fun of it. And I come across this uh, uh, issue of Thor from the 90s, and I started reading it and talking about it. And halfway through the issue, I, I just ended up reading the comic book out loud with silly voices and, and whatnot. It was a melodrama, and I'm thinking of doing more called Marvel Melodrama. And you're only going to get those over at my other podcast. I also talk about other comics and movies and TV and whatever happens to pop into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. That's the tagline. Pretty exciting, isn't it? Little as a dollar a month, you get the episodes every Friday. And you have access to the backlog of episodes of my other podcast, of which there are over 150. You also get access to a private Facebook group just for the Just Another Fan Club. So that's patreon.com slash Stephen R. Or all the links will be in the show notes. Come join us. Be part of the community. Give us a rating over at Apple Podcasts. Like the episode if you're listening to it through YouTube. Do all the stuff. Do everything. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your teachers. Tell your preachers. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your dog. Tell the guy who's over there across the way sitting up on his roof feeding pigeons. Tell them all. Tell everybody about the Just Another Fanboy podcast. But until then, until you do that, between then and now, I'll talk to you later. 
because my name's Steven and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Get out there and vote. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Good job. <laughs> <coughs> this is the episode. The following podcast is just going to have some stuff in it. Some stuff and things. Some burnt up trees. A couple of elves. Three trolls. Two wolves. Some wine. And uh, yeah, there's going to be an elf licking a troll. I'm just telling you right now. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with a... The following podcast is going to contain spoilers. The following podcast is going to contain stupid people. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with a drunken elf who just gets so totally whacked out on his mind. Flutu flock finimining. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with an elf that gets so freaking drunk that he licks a troll. I'm not lying. He licks a troll. I'm just warning you. Proceed at your own risk. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers, along with an elf that gets so freaking drunk that he licks a troll. Proceed at your own risk. After seven peaceful years of life in the oasis, blah, 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 blah. After seven peaceful years of life in the oasis village known as Sorrow's End, Cutter and Skywise have left family and friends to search for other kindred elf tribes that may dwell in the unexpected lands, bleeding fluckin' dew. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 